Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. The title of today's podcast is How to Defeat Weapons Formed Against Our Business. Now in this podcast, we will learn how to handle the challenges facing our business. The Bible tells us in John 10.10 that Satan's plan is to kill, to steal, and destroy. But then Jesus says in that same verse, after he repeats those words, he says, but my plan is to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Now during this podcast, we will defeat Satan's attack through God's word. You will receive power to face any challenges. This could be your breakthrough, absolute breakthrough message when you are facing business trials. Allow me to take you on a journey that will lead you to victory. But let's pray first. Heavenly Father, thank you again for the opportunity we have to bring this message at this time to those who've tuned into this, Father. I pray that you would bless it and that you would anoint it. And I surrender now to the Holy Spirit and ask for guidance and direction. I pray the Holy Spirit would take complete control and lead us into areas that will help and bless those who are listening in today. I thank you for that opportunity and I thank you that this is going to be a day, really a great day of victory because God's people are going to learn how to challenge and face the issues that come against us. I pray that you would bless this message and that you'd receive the glory for it now. For ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The Word of God has an unlimited number of scriptures that give us hope to win all the battles in life. One of the most quoted and most powerful passages on defeating Satan is found in the book of Isaiah chapter 54. This scripture has to do with the future success for Jerusalem and the people of God. But I believe that the Holy Spirit has led me to Isaiah 54 and has revealed to me how and why it applies to business and to life today. Isaiah 54 has a message to comfort and give power and strength to God's people. We are reminded when facing trials and challenges that God is our hope. So I'm going to read out of Isaiah chapter 54 in the New Living Translation, starting at verse number 10. And as I read this, I want you to apply it to what you're going through, whether it's difficulties in your business or maybe in your family or in your relationships, whatever it might be. I'd like you to apply this to your life and receive this blessing. Verse number 10, for the mountains may move. That means we're going to have trouble in our life. There could be challenges that we're going to have to face. And the hills disappear. That means there could be obviously more issues we have to face. But even then, my faithful love for you will remain. See what God's saying here is that no matter what we go through, whatever the challenges that we face in life, he's always going to be there. He's never going to leave us or forsake us. It says here, my covenant of blessing will never be broken. Now, some people think when you get into the Old Testament that that applies to all of the people in the Old Testament. It doesn't apply to New Testament. Well, that's not true. Many of the issues and the blessings that came down upon Abraham and upon God's people are promises that God says will will continue on and on. It says, my covenant says a blessing will never be broken says the Lord, who has mercy on you. All right, let's move down now to verse number 14 and see how this applies to our life today. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Your enemies will stay far away. You will live in peace and terror will not come near you. Now, you know, this is a promise that God has to his people, that he's talking to the people of Israel and he's giving them a promise if they will serve him and be obedient to him. And the same thing applies to us. If we'll serve him and be obedient to his word, then we can claim these promises in our life. So it says you will secure, you'll be a secure, it says under a government that is just and fair. You know, we're having some problems right now with our own government. And many times I don't think they're just and fair. But God says we don't serve necessarily that government. We serve a higher calling and a higher power, which is our 
eternal life and our eternal reward with life with Christ and being reunited with our loved ones, your enemy, it says, will stay far away. You see, God will make that happen. You will live in peace and terror will not come near. So if we seek God, if we stay close to God, these are his promises. Let's move on to verse number 17. And this is this is one that you hear a lot. This is often quoted, but a lot of people don't get into it very deeply. So let's just talk about it and see where the Lord leads us on this one. In verse 17 of Isaiah chapter 54, but in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. Now there's another translation that says no weapon formed against you will prosper. And it means the same thing. It says you will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Now, are you a servant of the Lord? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? If you have, then you are a servant of the Lord and you receive these benefits. They're enjoyed by us. It didn't say just for those in the Old Testament or just for those in that particular day or time because God's blessings, they just endure forever. It says their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. So if we're facing challenges in life, in business, particularly business, because I'm talking about businesses and how to overcome the weapons that are formed against us, and this scripture is what brought it to mind. So let me read verse 17 again, just a little slower, and let's apply that to your business. Now, Father, as I read this scripture, I pray that this will go into the hearts and lives of those who are listening in today. And I pray, Lord, that when they face challenges, they'll pick up these promises and they'll they'll claim them, Father, for your glory and to bless them and remove the challenges and the weapons that are trying to be formed against them. Verse 17, but in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. I, I just get a little bit overwhelmed when I think how many times God has done that for me and my business and when I pastored our church for 20 years and the things that we've done, God has always silenced silenced every voice that was raised up to accuse me. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. So I'm going to enjoy those and I want you to enjoy those also. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. You see, God's saying, this is me. No one else is making this promise to you. My promise, you can plan on it, you can bank on it, and it's going to come to pass in your life. So receive that today. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in your business. I believe that, and I receive that for you now in Jesus' name. Now, in the future, when you read these passages, I pray that your challenges will seem less significant. What are the weapons formed against us in business? Well, there's a lot of them, and I don't like to give credit to those those weapons formed against us, but I don't like to give credit to them. I want to give credit to our challenges, but I want us to recognize when they're coming and where they come from. Remember, when there's a challenge in your life, and it's something that's totally opposite of what you've prayed for many times, you've you got to know where the source is. If the car breaks down, it's not God breaking breaking down your car. The source that comes is many times just a challenge of life. And when more difficult things happen, then you got to remember the source of the challenge in your life and the weapons that try to be formed against you, they don't come from God. They come from Satan himself. And he uses whatever he can, people or circumstances or situations or economies, whatever it might be, to bring weapons against you and the activity that you're trying to do in your business. I've prepared now a list of challenges I think that we face. I think I've got seven of them here. It may vary a little bit, but I want to give you a list of things, challenges that might take place in your business and then give you a way to deal with them on a day-to-day basis. These are in no particular order that one is more important to another. That's just not the way I've laid this out. But our first challenge, I say, is a lack of finances. One of the challenges that we face in business is that we just don't have enough money to run it. And so the solution to that, I believe, there's many solutions to it. One is to recognize that God is our source in everything, and that includes our finances. You see, when we lack 
finances, we need to first get our foundation straight and see what God's word has to say about how he's going to provide for us. In Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then it says, All these things shall be added unto you. So we can include finances in that area. If we seek God first in all that we do, then our plan lines up according to God's will and his word and his plan for all of us and how he wants to prosper his people. Now, here's another scripture I would run to or turn to if I was lacking finances in my business. Of course, it has to do with prayer, but it has everything to do with God's word. It's found in James chapter 1 and verse number 17. And it's very clear. It says, Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting saddle, which means he's consistent. He's always the same. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Now, do you think God's going to want his prized possession to fail and to falter and allow weapons to take over their business? No, that's not what he wants at all. He's given us guidelines and directions and he's given us some instructions on how can receive the blessings that he wants to give us but he's promised that he's going to bless us and so if you lack finances then seek God first understand your source of your finances comes from God pray about it and then seek some good guidance and direction from, from other godly people or other business people to see where they find a source for their finances and they get their funding and work with them as long as they're believers and they'll understand your plan is and you're one step ahead towards gaining the finances that you'll need for your business to prosper. You see, God is our source. We've got to recognize that. We need to pray that he'll give us wisdom, he'll give us favor, and that God's blessing will be upon our business. And when we pray that, I believe he'll answer that prayer. All right, challenge number two, a business may face a lack of knowledge and wisdom. Now, knowledge is learned and wisdom is applied. We got to remember that. I know a lot of people who are very good with knowledge and understand their business. Maybe they understand the way it should operate. They understand how to, maybe it's a, if it's a garage, they know how to repair cars. They have the knowledge to do that stuff, but many times they don't have the wisdom to know how to apply that knowledge. And so it's crucial to have wisdom. I would seek wisdom over knowledge any day because with wisdom, I will know how to deal with the knowledge that I have attained. It's so crucial to understand the importance of wisdom. If you would like to know more about wisdom, go to Proverbs chapter 3, and there's a whole bunch of scriptures and verses. Let me read a couple of them to you. Proverbs chapter 4, starting at verse number 13. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. Verse 14, for wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Verse 15, wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Verse 16, she, they're referring to wisdom, she offers you long life in her right hand, and riches and honor in her left. 17. She, that's wisdom, will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. In verse 18, wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. We need to gain wisdom in all that we do, especially when we're in the middle of business challenges that we're facing. Challenge number three. A weapon formed against us is not setting goals to achieve in business. You know, as a banker, I was always surprised at the number of businesses that operated without a setting goals. They didn't have a plan. They didn't have any goals for their business. Goals to increase sales or to increase profits or goals to operate more efficiently. Goals to work smarter and not harder. We've got to set up goals in our business. That's certainly a weapon formed against us if we're just kind of flying, as they say, by the seat of our pants, meaning just doing whatever comes naturally and just doing whatever we think is right to do next. 
without a plan, without a program, without setting goals, we are really out of control. And so I believe that that is a weapon formed against us. And you know what's interesting about that? That weapon formed against us, we can solve on our own. We don't have to worry about fighting a major battle with us. Just sit down, have a plan, set some goals, and move forward for the glory of God. All right, here's challenge number four. It is not to prepare for challenges. You see, goals are one thing, plans are another thing, but we've got to learn how to prepare for challenges. A weapon formed against us is that we don't have any plan to prepare for the challenges we face in life and the things that may come against our business. Now, I don't mean we should look for problems, but we should be prepared to know how to deal with them. Let me give an example. As a home builder, I had to plan ahead for the materials that I needed to build a home. I needed lumber and cabinets and appliances and roofing materials and etc. on and on and on. When I started a home, I needed to be sure that these materials would be available when I needed them. In your business, plan for how to deal with potential challenges. Plan to prepare for what you're going to need in the upcoming days, weeks, months, and even years. Because if you don't plan for that, that's a weapon formed against you. Here's challenge number five, or what you might want to call a weapon formed against us. It is our physical and emotional health. We need to learn how to take care of ourselves. We need to eat well. We need to get the rest that we need. We need to apply these things to our life because many people in business, they just lose all track of personal care and taking care of themselves. They get into bad eating habits. They get into working too many hours, not getting the rest that they need, and they put themselves in a very difficult time to have challenges of health issues or emotional issues. And we've got to learn something else that Paul wrote about in the book of Philippians. It's found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Listen to this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. We need to learn how to take care of our emotions and our fears, our anxiety, and our worry, because these are certainly weapons that are formed against us. If you're trying to operate a business and you're filled with anxiety and you're worrying all the time, then what we're basically doing is we're not putting our trust in God. If When I was a home builder, if I didn't put my trust in God, I could just be a mess worrying about all the issues and things that were, you know, that I needed to take care of. And as a pastor, I needed to be sure and leave things in God's hand and not worry about those things. As a matter of fact, worry and anxiety is such a crucial thing. There were many times when I was in the church and I'd be preaching on a topic and I'd say, you know, if I could just include this in my sermon today, if there's one thing that we could all walk out of here today and learn from, and that is not to be anxious or worry about anything. If we could learn that today, we would all be more solid. We'd be more consistent. We would have more trust in God. We'd have more faith. We'd have the blessed hope knowing that God's going to take care of us. And we could walk out of here far more successful than we walked into this place. When I would say that, people would just agree and nod their heads and sometimes applaud and say, that's very true. So when it comes to business, a weapon formed against us is to allow the things like not taking care of ourselves physically and emotionally and allowing worry and anxiety and things to enter into our life. And we can take authority of those in Jesus' name and claim the promises of God. Matter of fact, why don't we just do that right now? Why don't we just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that I don't have to worry about anything. Instead, Father, I can pray. I can pray about everything and I can tell you, Lord, what I need and I can thank you for what you've always done, always done to me in my life. Then I know, God, that I'm going to receive your peace, Lord, which exceeds anything that I can understand. And I'm going to walk in that peace and it's going to guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. You see, let's walk that way. Let's pray that way. Let's believe that way. And we can overcome the weapons formed against us. All right. Here's challenge number six. 
Our challenge might be to, we need to start to expect victories and success. You know, we've got so many things that come against us in business. We need to turn that around and say, I am a child of God and I know I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And we've got to believe that we're going to be blessed. Expect victories. Expect success. Expect God to move in a very special way on your business. Go to meet with people and you're going to sell something to them and just say, Father, I just claim that I believe it, that this next person, I'm going to make that sell and start claiming the promises of God and and start to claim and believe for success in your business. We need to have an anticipation or an expectation to have a successful business because when we do that, we can fight off the challenges of the weapons formed against us. All right. And here, I think this will be my last step. Step number seven. The seventh challenge that I talk about is that we need to stay focused on the prize, on our goal, on our purpose for having a business. The reason we have a business, we need to stay focused on that prize. Staying focused is handled pretty well in Proverbs chapter 4 verses 25 through 27. I'm reading out the New Living Translation. Listen to these words. When you're running a business, especially if you're facing challenges, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. So we've got to stay focused in order to receive the blessings of God. All right, now let's move on to another area and dealing with the weapons formed against us. There are times when I like or need, I should say, to read some of the promises of God. These promises apply to every aspect of my life and of our life and of our business life. Here's a few of the promises of God. One is just amazing, found in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 39. It's several verses, but I think it's so important to read these. Now, apply this. As I'm reading this, I want you to apply this to your life, to your situation, to the circumstances you're going through. If you're facing challenges, then take these promises and believe for them and claim them. If there's a battle against your business, then do the same thing for that. Let me read this to you in Romans chapter 8, starting at verse number 31 in the New Living Translation. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? This is God's love. If God is for us, who can ever be against us? You know, I like to say there that what difference would it make if someone else is against us? Because if God's for us, it really doesn't matter because we win. Verse 32, since Since he did not spare even his son, but gave him up for us, won't he also give us everything else? Verse 33, who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, it says, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Verse 35, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? Verse 36 says, as the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No. Verse 37. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loved us. Verse 38. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. I'll add this, nor our business issues we're facing. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, with that, if you're going through a challenge, just write that down. Write down Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 39 and claim those 
promises. They are yours. Write them down somewhere that you can see them every day. I think that's something. If you're going through a trial now, there's a, a battle for your business or challenges that, you know, to have your business be more successful or, or whatever it might be. We need to claim these promises for God because God loves us so much that he's never going to leave us or forsake us. Write it down, believe in it, and receive it in your business. Now, God has given us power to succeed and gain wealth. He's given us that power. It's already been provided for us. And I'm going to read in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. There's a wonderful promise for those of us. Let's apply it to our business. I said earlier that God gives us power to succeed. Well, listen to this. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, New Living Translation. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. In order to fulfill the covenant, he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. God has made a commitment that we're going to be successful. He wants to bless us, and he's already given us the power to be successful. So let's claim that power and walk in that power and overcome the challenges that face us. Now, this passage applies to all of us. Remember, God is our source. This passage says that God has a gift for us. He wants to bless us. You may say, how do I get these gifts? Well, the gifts of God require us to do something. There are conditions to these gifts. The steps of a righteous man, says, are led of God. Therefore, God will lead our steps if we're living a godly, righteous life. There are conditions to many of the blessings that we want to have in our life and also to defeat the weapons that are formed against us. Now, I said earlier that the conditions of God's blessing are gifts for us. There's conditions on them. Let's look at Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. So see, he'll direct our steps if we're living a godly life. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. That's those who are godly, just living a godly life, following and being obedient to God and following his direction. Let's go back in the Old Testament again. Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 3, it says, If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, all right, so there's the condition, I will send you the seasonal rains. The rains will then yield its crops, and the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Verse 6, it says, I will give you peace in the land, and you will be able to sleep with no cause for fear. And there's a whole bunch of, I will give you if you are obedient to me. So remember, the conditions that God places on his gifts must be followed by us. They're not hard to do. They're just simply being faithful to God's word and being faithful and being obedient to his guidance and direction. Okay, here's a New Testament verse. John chapter 15 and verse 7. This is the words of Jesus. But if you remain Remain in me, and my words remain in you. You may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. Okay, there's the condition. You remain in me, and my words remain in you. When we do that, then we can ask, and then God promised that he's going to bless us and take care of us. Here's another one, John chapter 14 and verse 23. Jesus is speaking again. All who love me, there's the condition, will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. God wants to bless us, but he wants us to to love him and follow him. Here's another blessed event with conditions to it. It's one that we've all heard many, many times. It's found in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, and Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He says, have faith in God. There's a condition. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen, but you must really believe it. Condition, and it will happen, and have no doubt in your heart. Another condition. Verse 24, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Verse 
verse 25. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Filled with promises, but with conditions just simply to have faith and trust. We've got to have faith that God's going to bless us in our business. We have to have faith that God's going to help us overcome the weapons formed against us. We've got to believe without a doubt, without any fear or question. We've got to go directly to the Word of God, claim the promises of God, pray, seek God, and then believe it, and then expect it and anticipate the answer to come. You wait and see. It's going to happen in your business and in your life. And I believe that in Jesus' name. Well, I'm going to have to close this podcast pretty soon. I'm running out of time. Have you ever wondered why God wants to bless us and defeat the weapons formed against us? You see, God has a covenant with us to bless us. He has a purpose to bless us. So we will bless the kingdom of God. He gave us his word, and when we follow it, we will be blessed. God loves to bless his people. He is our strongest supporter. He is cheering for us. The Bible says, greater is he who is in you than he is in the world. Now, every business will face challenges and trials and some failures. The Bible tells us that rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. We will face spiritual battles, but Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8 gives us some really good advice as I close this podcast. The Apostle Paul was talking and he was giving instruction to the people in Philippi, the the Philippians, and he was telling them what's important, what what value we place on life. And he says here in Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 8, yes, he says, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it as garbage, he says, that I can gain Christ. So everything else is meaningless unless we have Christ. So in closing, I'm going to make sure that everyone here has an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So if you're not a Christian, if you've never given your heart to to the Lord, or if you're in doubt or have questions about whether you're going to make it to heaven when you pass, let me just lead you in a prayer. And if you'll pray this prayer with all of your heart and believe it and receive it, Jesus will come into your life and you'll have a new purpose for living. Say, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. It says in the Bible that if I ask forgiveness for my sins, that God will forgive me. So I ask that I'll be forgiven. Heavenly Father, I need a Savior. I need you to help me and bless me and take me through life. So I repent of my sins. I ask you to cleanse me from all ungodliness and all unrighteousness. And I know that Jesus died for me and he gave his life for me. But he rose from the dead and he sits at the right hand of the Father and he's praying for me. So I receive his forgiveness right now. And I promise to serve him all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you don't have a church you're going to, you need to get to a good church, a Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor that you committed your life to Christ. You were listening to a podcast and someone prayed with you. Give your life to Christ. Get a good church. Get in the Word of God. And if you'd like to share with me that you've committed your life to Christ, you can go to my book just under David Friend and you can leave me a message that you gave your life to Christ today. And I'll be willing to pray for you and I thank God for what's taking place in your life. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to those who are listening in. I hope that you'll let your friends and family know that we're continuing to do our series on businesses. And I know God um, will bless you. And I know that God has some really wonderful things that he's given me for future podcasts. My next podcast is entitled, How to Turn a Past Failure into a Successful Business. Now, some people have a failure and they just give up, but other people fail, but then they turn it around and they keep trying, they keep trying, they keep pushing and believing that God can bless them and help them in their business. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how to take that past failure, something that's happened in the past, and get rid of it, overcome it, and turn that into a successful business. I believe God's going to bless that. And I hope that you'll listen in to that and let your 
friends know that we're teaching on Christian businesses and how to be successful. And I just pray this will be, this podcast was a blessing to you in dealing with the weapons formed against you because they will come. But now you're ready. Now you're prepared because you have God's word on your side. If you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, I'd like you to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll pull up the front page and it'll have a link on there to all the podcasts that we've done. Just click on that link and you'll now have over 200 podcasts with various topics dealing with the gifts of the Spirit, prosperity, finances, how to get out of debt, how to walk in faith, how to have faith for miracles, and how to live an abundant, quality Christian life. So I hope that'll be a blessing to you. While you're on that webpage, you can see that I have a number of books that I've written and they're all listed on there. Maybe one of those would bless you. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking at my link to my podcast on my webpage, you'll notice that podcast number 206 through 213 are specifically in the area of business, and you may find that interesting. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to those if you've not heard them before, because I believe there's some information there that will be a blessing to you. I'm really excited about continuing in this area of business because of my background, years of owning a real estate development company, and then many years as a banker where I financed various types of businesses, and it's something that I thoroughly enjoyed. So I hope that'll be a blessing to you. I truly believe that the Lord has given me direction to continue teaching on business for a while because I know there are a lot of people that are struggling, especially Christians who are struggling with their business, and they just need some guidance and directions. I hope this will be a blessing to you. Well, once again, thank you so much for listening in. So I'd like to close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. And if you have a business, I pray that he'll pour out a blessing you won't even be able to handle. It'll be so great. And if you're looking to start your first one, I pray that God will give you some steps and use these podcasts, if you will, to help structure the business according to God's word. Thank you once again for listening in. May God richly bless you.